Welcome to the J&J Connection Podcast. I'm Jesse. And I'm Jordan today. We'll be talking to our guest, the charismatic Brendan Avery. Hi. About finding your passion. And stick around till the end when we ask Brendan, what's in the bag? Random fact of the day. Michael Jackson offered to make a Harry Potter musical, but J.K. Rowling rejected the idea. Yep. Wow. Wow. Hmm. She told this to Oprah Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey during an interview in 2010. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Imagine that. Good to know. <laughs> Brendan. Yeah. Welcome to the J&J Connection Podcast. Thanks for having me. Oh, can we use your last name? Is that fine if we say Avery, or do you just want us to say Ooh. Brendan? Well, I guess Harsh. we already said it, so... Well, we could go back and redo it. If no, we... it's fine. That's fine? Good. Welcome, Brendan Avery. Oh! We're going to tag you in everything. Oh, no. Unless you don't How want that. How was your day? I mean, the FBI is going to find me easier, but... Nope. Yeah. It's fine. So how was your day? It's <laughs> good. It was a good day. Is that it? Yeah. Awesome. So Brendan. Yes. If if I inter- interject, I know you didn't ask because you don't care about it. How's your day, Jordan? Oh, why thank you, Brendan. <laughs> After living in DC for the last two years, I have finally seen the White House, and it was pretty neat. Huh. Why'd you do that? Uh, we wanted to do something today, so we were just walking around the mall, and uh, we actually we did a fair amount of walking. Uh, walked from my work building all the way to the White House, and then we walked to the Lincoln Memorial. It was, it was quite the day. Quite the day. Nice. Nice. Brendan. That's my name. We brought you in here today to ask you about your passions. My passions. Yeah. So, and your hobbies. Like, so, so what do you, what is Brendan like? I like a lot of things. I know that. Thanks for asking, Jesse. No problem. That's the end of the podcast. We'll see you next week. Roll the credits. So, what does Brendan like to do? What do I like to do? After, after a day of hard, hard work in the office. After a long, hard day in the office. Yeah. I come home, I make myself a nutritious feeling, filling meal, get some greens, get some meats. Good. Yeah. And then I uh, plot myself down, and I uh, do a little creating. Creating? What do, what, do, what, what do you like to make? I like to create every day. I like to do a different thing. So maybe one day I'll write something, I'll write a short story. The next day I'll maybe draw something. Every day I try and push myself to expand my mind i didn't know you did something every day that's good mm-hmm. some days i don't do anything at all it's hard it's hard nothing it's hard to keep motivated i mean i i try i'll, I'll play a video game <laughs> <laughs> hey man but nothing wrong with that no but i get that gotta keep yourself busy yeah mm-hmm. so what kind of art i know on your uh, social media a lot you you like to make little wayne 
Lil Wayne. Like art, art, uh, the pictures. Is it the pictures? The pictures. Not. I'm not saying <laughs> the pictures, but art depiction depictions. Is depictions. That where, is that where I'm getting the word from? Perhaps. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You like to make art of Little Wayne. <laughs> I do. Yes. So you like Little Wayne? I do. Why? Because he's little, and I'm little. <laughs> <laughs> We're just a bunch of little guys. No, but seriously. Okay, seriously. Seriously, I um I like Lil Wayne because he was pretty iconic during our uh, formative years in middle school. Um, the years I love to remember, the years I wish I could forget. <laughs> um, <laughs> and many school dances had Lil Wayne, and I've always kind of enjoyed his music. They did. Yes. I guess yeah, probably. He's, I mean, a, he's a pretty big, yeah. big name back then. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't go to many many school dances, but I, I I find it interesting that um from from where we live like it, it's predominantly white. Yes, and that's not saying it's wrong to like rap music, but <clears throat> and I don't want you're you're really white. I'm pretty white. I'm really white. Mm-hmm. Totally. And if so, like if I. <laughs> Yeah, we're all really <laughs> buddy. <laughs> but if I like saw you on the street, I wouldn't be like, "Wow, this guy likes." He likes rap. He likes rap. He yeah. likes Lil Wayne. He likes high top Jordans. The shoe, not you know. You like you don't like it when Jordan. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't like it when you stand on a stool. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a really interesting point you brought up. Because we are all white, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, growing up, we weren't really exposed to that sort of music very much. Um, it was mostly, like, country and rock, where around we lived. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the thing that really changed it for me was going to college and sort of getting more influence and just being around a different group of people. Um, and they really showed me what was possible, I guess. So what, what was the first, well, I, I'm getting deeper into like the, the rap, like you, like you finding rap because like around here it was almost not, I don't want to say it was frowned upon mm-hmm. to like rap music. But it was looked at as different from around our area, like oh. where we're from. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm wondering, like, where was the first person, like, place you heard, like, rap music? Was it just on the radio one day and you were like, oh, this is different. I kind of I dig this. Um, you know what? It might have been, I think, maybe on the school ride when we were in elementary or middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend um, Eddie had... Uh, a brand new iPod. Mm-hmm. It was the first gen iPod, but it was a really big deal. It was like a brick. <laughs> and um, he let me borrow it, and there was a bunch of rap music on it. And growing up in a Catholic home, I hadn't heard these words <laughs> before. <laughs> and I was thrilled. <laughs> I loved it. I think Eminem might have been the first rapper that I really latched onto mm-hmm. because at that point I was still sort of 
I don't know if the word is afraid or just the stigma of venturing further into rap, it felt like Eminem was kind of safe because he was a white rapper. Yeah. And he kind of represented the area we're from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, that's the first time that I heard rap, and I thought that before it was just, you know, women and cars and money, and that's part of the reason why I never really listened to it in high school. Yeah. Uh, because I thought it was very shallow, and the lyrics were very repetitive. Mm-hmm. But as I started to listen to it more and uh, explore different artists, I realized there's a lot of different ways that you can rap um there's a lot of different styles different formulas Mm -hmm. and you can really tell a story in a way that's not possible with other forms of music i think yeah i actually recently came across a new band um oh i i forget what what they're called but I found them while I was working out because I was try- looking for different like I listened to like hardcore like metal or rock music while I lift and I wanted something different on my playlist and then this just popped up it was like one of those for you and it was a ra- it was rap music but with rock oh wow and it was just like <laughs> it was insane and I, I added Wait. like so what? who is that sorry the band yeah all right, um, let me look them up really quick. Oh, no. I, di- I just remember um, they're on my playlist, so I, I know now. Um, <laughs> but I found them, and I was just like, holy crap. This this band just goes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> it, it, got me, it got me going, man. Right. I was having a grand old time. Oh, where are they? Would you say they are lit fam? They are lit fam. Yeah, I don't have I don't I don't think I have much of an artistic appreciation for music generally. I, I like I I like <laughs> themes but what? Dropout Kings. Dropout Kings. I have no idea who Re- those are. Really good. Really good. Alright. Uh yeah, but I don't like I I like the way music sounds. Obviously, it's like an obvious thing to say, but doesn't really explain anything. But uh, I don't think I have a very. Uh, I don't evaluate music for its art content. Although I do enjoy themes I can relate to, like uh, I don't know. I listen to edgy music as Amy likes to say <laughs> because and, you uh, listen to the fray in middle school <laughs> oh I love the fray man they're, I still love them they're edgy I, don't, I well yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but uh I don't know I, I like I, I can appreciate making emotional music and things like that and sort of describing experiences and uh I guess I can relate on a level like that but as far as uh yeah, I, I don't think I have an artistic appreciation for it. I think it's just something in my life, and then I listen to it, and I say, that's nice. Or it sort of evokes a feeling in me, and, mm-hmm. yeah. You actually, you were the one who introduced me to ACDC. Ooh, throwback. I remember you had, like, I don't know if it was you or your dad had an ACDC DVD set. Or was it Rob Zombie? 
somebody had a DVD set and they showed me that, and that's when I started liking rock music. I think that was yeah, I think that was Rob Zombie. That was the begin. That was the beginning of the end for me. But I also like uh, like a bunch of different music. Like I like um, folk, like Mumford and Sons. Mm-hmm. Now they're more poppy, I guess. Um, I like a lot of acoustic. I like some country. I like rap music. I like, I like everything. I'm. I don't want to keep myself in a box. Right. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. When a lot of people they just they stick to one thing and that's that's it. What's your guilty pleasure song? <laughs> uh, I what guess, song I do, guess, you, do you hate that you listen to? Okay, I don't listen to this while I work out, but mm. I listen to it. It's it's a band called Five for Fighting. All right, now we're talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, this comes from middle school when I just didn't know who I was as a person, <laughs> and I just. Listen to this song and I was like, "This makes me feel something," and I'm kind of sad, but I don't know. <laughs> but um, there, there's three songs that I like of theirs. Um, one is Superman, mm-hmm. the other one is A Hundred Years, and then the other one is The Riddle. All by Five for Fighting. They're all they're, those are my guilty pleasures. They're bangers. Brendan, what's your what's your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure. Probably Friday by Rebecca Black. Wait, really? I really actually like that song. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's the end of the podcast. (laughs) That's the actual... Thanks for coming. (laughs) (laughs) You said it was a guilty pleasure! It certainly is. (laughs) Buddy, what about you? Oh, I really like How to Save a Life by The Fray. Mm -hmm. Um, Viva La Vida by Coldplay. Uh, Paradise by Coldplay. Not all songs that I would not like to listen to in public, but love. Yeah. And could probably sing all the words too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's a shame how many words, are, like um the Weird Al for or Weird Al Yankovic. Mm-hmm. How many songs mm-hmm. like Amish Paradise? Oh, yeah. I, I know all the words in that. <laughs> and I probably shouldn't. <laughs> and like. And we mentioned this in the previous podcast, but Jack Black and Tenacious D. Oh, yeah. I know almost all the songs <laughs> and all the words for them. I love, I will sing the cr- my lungs out in the car when no one else is around <laughs> to that. Isn't it weird how we have lyrics to songs kind of stored away in our mind and we don't even know they're there until that song comes on? That is, it is weird. But that's like, um,. That's why I feel like the music helps you remember. Th- yeah, I was going to say that's why music therapy is a thing. I don't know the science behind it, but I know there's something to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse. You're an artsy person. Artsy fartsy. Arts. <laughs> Emphasis on the farts. Ooh, it's Ooh. stanky. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you, your art is abstract. For anyone that that has seen your art, or your, I'm gonna say your mo- most recent ones, mm-hmm. like they're more original than anything out there. It's it's hard to copy what you're doing, 
Oh, well, I appreciate that. Well, you're welcome. I tried. Thank you. <laughs> 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 I have tried and I have failed. That's high <laughs> No, but it's like... I don't... Where does it come from? Like, how do you come up with it? How where do you, does it come from? Yeah. Where does it go? Where does it come from? Cotton Eye Joe. We can't monetize this video anymore. All right, we're, <laughs> we're going to be taken down. No. <laughs> My sweet, sweet <laughs> podcast money. <laughs> um, well, honestly, I think it really started when I was younger in school, um, in middle school, elementary school, because I was just not that interested in what the teachers were talking about. And <laughs> I, instead of taking notes, I would be doodling all over the pages. Some pe uh, teachers liked that and some did not like that. But I think that's really um, where it all started. All my free time would be doodling. Um, and then once I went to college and I've been working in this job for a while now, I've sort of honed it in a little more, kind of really figured out what my voice is. Um, and it's all just repetition and practice. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I usually get, like, these flurry of ideas and then I get into like this flow state um, where it's pretty interesting it's not like an on and off switch people think like oh you're a creative person you must be able to be creative at any time mm -hmm. but it really depends on if you're in the mood for it yeah it really depends on your your mental state and mm -hmm. just the focus and concentration at that moment to be able to create it so Usually, I don't know, I get a small idea and then I kind of just expand on that, kind of break it down and see what's really behind the idea. So do you start, like, once you, like, have the the beginning of an idea, do you actually start making something then? Or do you sit on it? Because I know for myself, I normally will start off with an idea in my head, mm -hmm. but I won't start making anything until I can... <clears throat> almost see the full picture right. and once I have the full picture then I can actually sit down and do it mm -hmm. but until then I kind of force myself to wait think about it again tomorrow wait think about it again tomorrow but I, how does that work for you um, sometimes it's like that where I need to have the whole plan formulated before it can begin um, other times I'll just start and it'll come to me as I'm working on it Mm -hmm. it's, creativity is really an odd thing sometimes because you think you're going one way with a piece of art and it could end up taking you somewhere else mm -hmm. um, I usually try and sort of visualize what my end goal could be but I don't chain myself to the idea right. of it buddy uh, yeah, I'm, uh, were you uh, going to ask me something? I was Oh. Uh, can I try to form a question real quick, though? Yeah, go ahead. So, and that, I, I, chose my, I chose my words carefully there. <laughs> okay, so I get that you're artistic and that you like to create things. Is it that the way you decided to start creating was just the closest thing to hand is what you wanted to start with? Uh, the example that stood in my mind was uh, you doodling in class, 
or do you do you feel that is the only way to express your creativity like and do you think like one day who knows you'll just like decide that you're you are you have an impulse to i don't know like carve granite or something like is it something that has to be expressed in the in the art form that you're using or do you think you could uh um sort of expand it to a broader media i guess oh i see what you're saying that's an interesting question feel free to reform it so people actually understand <laughs> what i'm talking about you, well, I'm, just, I'm, I'm gonna try like, to it's basically right, you're saying I, just to use a different medium well yeah so you i i have i have sort of this thought in my mind is if i was creative and i had to do something right now you know i'd grab a pencil and i'd grab a paper and i'd just start doing it but i'm wondering if that is the way that is the only way he uh he feels he can express his creativity by drawing is by drawing or by making pictures or or and if that's the case do you like have you felt the need to move on to a different sort of art form Okay. Yes. Um, I think I gravitated towards drawing as a creative outlet just because it was the easiest. And um, I mean, you only need a piece of paper and a pencil. And mm. almost anybody can have those things. Um, I have found that I've been wanting to stretch my creative thoughts further. Um, using maybe um, video a little more. Yeah, I didn't know if I'm you were not, done with that yeah, thought because I was gonna jump. I'm gonna. I was gonna jump in. I was waiting until you were done. Yeah, I have to think about this. I can. I can say like, for me because like you and I, we make we make a lot of art. We've done a lot of things together. We should. We probably should have prefaced. We've known like all of us have known each other since. Uh, elementary school. Oh yeah. So now everyone kind of knows where we're coming from. But we've we've make a lot of creative stuff, and like I know for me, well, we all started with, out with crayon and uh, pencil and paper. So I think that's why a lot of people just go that that route because that's what teachers would just give you during like a creative time or free time. But I agree with you is like I've been looking for something a different way to ex expand like making art or creating something like I've been taking I have these pictures here on my wall I've been taking these and they're all made with mostly marker and paint and I've been making them into a digital form that way I can get better on like Photoshop and Illustrator and then I can start making stuff solely on Photoshop and Illustrator. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, did that answer your question, Jordan? Yep. Yeah. No, I'm I'm satisfied with that. Good. Good. You better be. All right. All right. So <laughs> I want to get in on. I want to talk about musicals a little bit. Right. Since we're in the creative area, okay. you and I were in musicals where we were in theater. Unfortunately, Jordan thought he was too good yep. to grace himself on this on stage. Mm -hmm. Still am. Still. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> Nothing's changed except he's on a podcast now. 
<laughs> That's as far as we could get them. <laughs> Broadcasting to thousands. To tens. <laughs> to tens. To, to one person. <laughs> um, but you've been in... What musicals have you been in? Real quick. Let me see. Alright. I was in Oklahoma. I was in Starbites. Starbites. <laughs> I was in Bye Bye Birdie. And I was in... What was that last one? Oh, no. Because I, oh, I know what it was, too. That Ugly Duckling one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the name of that? I think it was... Was it just The Ugly Duckling? No. It wasn't, no. Oh, Honk! Honk! It was Honk. The best musical ever made. I got to open the show. That was pretty On cool. that one. Yeah. That was... That was... That was difficult. That was scary for me, but it was fun. If anyone didn't know, we can sing. <laughs> so, go like starting at the beginning. So yes. you you did Star Mites. It was Star Mites, Oklahoma, Honk, then Bye Bye Birdie. That was our yes. our high school musical career. I didn't do Star Mites, but I did the other ones following. Mm-hmm. How was it for you? going in as a freshman to be in a musical or to be on stage for the very first time and and that grand (laughs) 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 in a grand high school musical uh you know what it was a little bit nerve-wracking i was pretty nervous honestly um yeah because that was the first time really being in front of so many people um, especially being a freshman and it being my first one, I felt like everyone else was so more, so much more experienced and ready for it. But then as it went along, I realized, I mean, we're all just high school kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm nervous, the senior is nervous, it doesn't matter. How did you feel when you were the senior and you were you were in charge of well it was pretty much you and I yeah because in Bi- and bye bye birdie I was Conrad birdie and you were what what's his what's his name what was your guy's name or who was the famous actor that played your get your guy um, oh gosh no come on Alfred what's my name Alfred I don't know anyway <laughs> <laughs> it's not important <laughs> it's not important we found Albert Peterson Albert Peterson. We finally became the leads. Yes. And we were... I felt like you and I were looked at as the leaders. Like, if if this was a team, we were the captains. Yes. So, and buddy, I'm going to come back to you uh, for something. Don't you dare. I'm going to come back to you. (laughs) Because I got something for you, too. Don't you worry. Mm. Mm. (laughs) How did you feel... Finally being a senior in a musical, like in charge of all these young children. These youngins. It was really gratifying. Uh, I felt like all my hard work had finally paid off and I was getting the respect I deserved. (laughs) The respect I was due. Um, But it was really exciting to put myself in the shoes of the freshmen that were coming up and remembering what it was like for me coming up and 
the seniors that had a big impact on me when I had my first musical. And I tried to return the favor. I tried to um, just be the best I could be, show them what the musical's all about. Mm. I tried to just make it a good time. Yeah. Because I, I remember, like, Oklahoma, that was our first, that was my first one. That one seemed stressful. Yes. Like, people took it way too seriously. Mm -hmm. um, honk wasn't as bad, still pretty stressful, but then I feel like Bye Bye Birdie, when you and I were in charge, we just made sure everyone was having a good time, mm -hmm. but when stuff needed to get serious, we got serious. As serious as theater can, musicals can be. Right. Is that the timeline, too? Is that... Yeah. What, what's the timeline here? What are you talking about? Like, that was our senior what, year. Yes, but all of the plays... I, um, Starmites was our freshman, was his freshman. Um, Oklahoma was our, was our sophomore. That's when I first came in. Mm -hmm. Um, Honk was junior and for both of us. And then senior was Bye Bye Birdie. Okay. So buddy, mm -hmm, buddy. You, you didn't do musicals. Instead, you decided to wrestle like an athlete. Um, and yes, that was the one. Well, sometimes some years, some years I did. Well, we're gonna we're gonna translate this over to the football field because you were you were the captain, your senior year. I sure was. How was that? Um, I mean, it's, it's extremely similar to what Brendan was describing. It was a lot of you know you are the leader and you have to do things, uh, bearing in mind that you're you're in the eye of all of the people who you're supposed to be leading. And uh, I'm guessing it's a little bit different in that I'm the good times were not as frequent. I would I would imagine, and uh, there was a lot of um, you had to push people to be physical, and sometimes that made people mad. And so your your role was sort of to show that you needed to try hard and you couldn't get mad that things weren't going well and that you had to be a ex good example for everyone and the experience was I mean I would say it's pretty fulfilling I I definitely like helping people and I try to teach whenever I have the opportunity but uh, yeah it was uh, it's. I probably didn't make as much of it as I could have, and I could have been a better leader. But, you know. Do you have? That's, a, that's then. Do you have a favorite moment from when you were a captain that you had, to like the younger kids or even the other seniors that were on the team? And the same question's coming to you, Brendan. That I want you to think of, if you can think of one. Um. It's hard to, <laughs> it's all a blur now, like everything sort of just, uh, not, nothing extremely potent stood out, like there's a, you know, a lot of people, um, a lot of the younger guys would uh, tell you you're doing a good job or whatever, whenever, uh, if you did, if you did a good job, which was nice, <laughs> right. but um, yeah, no, the, 
the only only thing that really stands out in my mind is that we were at a pep rally for uh, the football team before we had a football game, and uh, somebody somebody who was leading the rally at the at that point was uh, like, and then we have the football team. And all the football players came down. They're like, all right, how about one of our seniors have something to say? And then everybody sort of looked at each other, and we're all like. I'm not going to say anything, <laughs> but then I was just like, at some point I was just like, okay, Give this is going to get awkward real quick, <laughs> and so I grabbed the mic, and then I said something that probably didn't make much sense at all, if they could even hear it, and then so, that, that's what stands out in my mind. <laughs> as, a, as a leader, you have to do things even if you're bound to make yourself look like a fool. Before Brendan answers, I'm going to jump on that. Um... I remember when, because I was the golf captain <clears throat> my oh. senior year, <laughs> and I said something pretty notable <laughs> at a pep rally <laughs> that um I, 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 I told the other guys that I was going to say what I read, or that uh, it was a scene from a Will Ferrell movie, I forget which movie it was. But I oh, said, yeah. I, I told him, I'm going to do this. And they kept saying, no, you won't. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. <laughs> and they're like, no, you won't. I was like, watch me. And so then <laughs> I forget what I was asked, but it was like, what, what are like, what, what's your guys's like strategy going into this season to like be better? And I said, we got three things, Jesus, America and freedom. And <laughs> I said that in front of the entire school, and I was so proud of myself. Oh, yeah. There was a big pop. They were like, oh, my God. <laughs> so that was nice. that was pretty fun. You got a that, was pretty lack, that was a pretty lackluster movie to quote as well. It was. <laughs> for for yep. all of your, all, everyone at home, that is the campaign with Zach Galifianakis and Will Ferrell. Yes, it is. No. Oh, yeah. It was, but I mean, hey, Pete, it was it was the shock shock value. Yeah, <laughs> it's provocative. <laughs> that's that's what ever, that's what got everybody. So, Brendan, yes, do you have a favorite moment in musical, or it could be theater because we did we did two years of theater class. That's right. So, is there is there a moment? I couldn't pinpoint one moment. But I could just talk about when we were getting into makeup before, and also before which before any of the shows, okay. before one of the the opening night or mm-hmm. the closing night or whatever. Getting into makeup and getting out of costume; those were two of my favorite times. Why? Just <laughs> getting dressed and getting undressed. Because I love clothes and makeup, and I just like to look pretty. No. Um, <laughs> just because of the camaraderie and the excitement building up to the show, and then afterwards continuing that high and reminiscing and just going back and forth and saying, oh, you did this, and oh, remember when this happened? And just really congratulating each other. Mm-hmm. I, I remember going in, I don't know if it was Bye Bye Birdie or if it was um, Honk, mm-hmm. 
but you hadn't looked at your lines. <laughs> what was it? A week? As I do. A week before the show. Yep. And you hadn't memorized them yet. Nope. And you had me scared to death. <laughs> because, for me, I know whenever I got them, I was trying to memorize them the day I got them. Because I did not want to mess up. I put so much pressure on myself when you were just complete opposite. And people were like, did you look at your lines yet? No. I'll get it eventually. I mean, you did. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. It, it, was, just like, I, it was just like one scene. And once you got past that, I was like, okay, we're good. We're, we're good. <laughs> he, he did his, his homework. Anything else? You want to add hmm. before I jump to another topic? No, I don't think so. So we've talked a lot about um, hobbies, doing things you love. Why do you think it's important to find something that you really enjoy doing, other than your your work? I think it's real quick, buddy. Do not pet that cat. He was pretty close before. Can I still pet him if he's in my lap? I'm making him so happy. (laughs) I mean, happy boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's fine. I I just wanted to make sure. I I just wanted to make sure I couldn't hear him. Um, Okay, Brenton, back to you. Uh, I think it's important to find creative hobbies that aren't involved with your work to sort of shake it up a bit. I feel like sometimes I'll have a problem that I'm faced with at work and I'm just thinking it over and over and over and my wheels are spinning and I can't come to any conclusion. If I spend five or ten minutes doing something else, something creative that lets my mind wander a little bit and I come back to it, Sometimes there's a thought that I haven't thought of. Like a solution? A solution that comes to me. Just because I tried to think outside of the box for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Sort of did some parallel thinking, if you will. And I think that's really important also for stress management. Mm -hmm. Um, Just to have something where you're not pressed for time. You're not having any constraints by what you can or can't do even if it's throwing paint at the wall or making a mess of mud everywhere just something a little outside the norm to shake things up nice so we jordan and i Mm -hmm. gave our thoughts on college yes college college and We've all went to separate schools, but you you went to Kent State. I did, which is a very big school. It's pretty large. How so? Tell us what your experience was like there. Like first, let's start with like when you first entered, going in as a freshman, and then coming out a man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know about that. Um, it was kind of a bit of a shock. Mm-hmm. There were 33,000 students at the school. 
It's a lot. Which is, <laughs> yeah, quite a bit different than the 400 that I was used to <laughs> at Southside. <laughs> um, and to be honest, I was really shy at first. I mean, people that know me, that might be surprising to them. Um, but starting all over again, not knowing anyone, it's really pretty difficult to be outgoing. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the thing that really helped in my situation was actually staying in the dorms. Yeah. Even though I was going in with my associates already done and I could have lived off campus. Oh, that's right. You didn't go there as a freshman. I forgot, yeah. I forgot about that. I went to community college. I did too. I saved a lot of money. I did too. Yeah. Well, actually, no, because I decided to go fly planes, so I wasted a bit of, a bit of money. But you anyway, could have saved money. I, I, the opportunity was there. It's all part of the journey. Exactly. Yes. Anyway. Um, but yeah, living in uh, the dorms was a really big thing for me, especially because I lived in the communications dorms, so all the people that I was interacting with would be in my classes as well, and we were all studying pretty similar things. Um, so I think that that helped me not become isolated, um, helped me become involved in things even if I didn't want to be involved. Mm -hmm. And my biggest fear was just not finding anyone. Like to be, be friends with? To be friends with. Mm -hmm. So I tried as much as I could to push myself out of my comfort zone and it ended up being one of the best things I ever did. How'd you find, how did you push yourself to get out of the com that comfort zone? Um, well, if people were saying, hey, we're going to go do this, or hey, we're going to go do that, I wouldn't just stay in my room and watch movies or something. Mm -hmm. Even if it wasn't something I was interested in. It could be, I don't know, a, a concert in someone's basement where people are yelling and they're really sweaty and there's no room and it smells terrible. Mm -hmm. But it was something to do. Right. right. It was something I've never done before. Mm -hmm. So that that's good that you went out and did all that stuff because that's exactly what I didn't do while I was at Slippery Rock. I thought I was better than everyone else. Or at least I just didn't match up with the people that were on my floor. I actually, I ended up finding like friends on the first floor of my building mm -hmm. as I was already on my way out so hmm. but yeah. what uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think it's good even if you f don't find people who are doing exactly what you want to do at least finding like reasonable people and like friendly people I think is a huge thing because I don't know I, I had a lot of I think around whenever I was uh, in uh my first year I had a roommate and he was friendly enough I, I didn't but I very much stuck to my room the first year and he he frightened me because he was a biblical studies and uh, he was a biblical studies major and I was like eh, I'm gonna stay away from him <laughs> but uh, he was a really nice guy anyway but um yeah sort of moving on and uh, talking to people and even those uh, my friend group that sort of adopted me didn't have my views per se but they were open to listening to what I had to say and uh, got me out and we did things together so that was great nice nice 
So sorry, I'm just no, <laughs> no. looking for places to get in here. That's well, I I I have another question, and I'm going to ask Brendan that if you actually if you have a story, feel free to jump in. Okay. So Brendan. Yes. Some pretty wild things happen at Kent State. Oh yeah. Wild things. Wild things. What is the craziest? If you feel comfortable sharing the story, sure. If you have a story. What is the craziest thing you've ever experienced at Kent State? Or event? I remember two stories. Okay. <laughs> and they both involve... <laughs> drugs. <gasps> oh. They're bad. Bad drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs, whoever's listening to this. Now, just to clarify, I was not the one on drugs. Good. So no need to worry about that. These are just people I observed that were under the influence. Hence why we're going forward with this story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the first story happened my first week at Kent. Okay. We had just moved in. It was Labor Day weekend. It was the Sunday before. And my friend, my new friend that I had just made, said, you know what? <laughs> We have the day off tomorrow. <laughs> so today, I'm going to take three tabs of acid. I don't know how, what that means. I mean, I know I, I know what acid's supposed to do to you, but the three, is that significant? Is that a lot? That's it's a lot. more than one. I, I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the recommended dose is one. Pro, I mean, I, I figured, but... So they, he was... Yeah. And I, t I asked him, do you think you can handle this? He said, oh, I've done this before. It's fine. <laughs> I said, all right, if you say so. I, I don't have any experience with it. So that was the first sign that I should have probably left this situation. But <laughs> I continued because he was my new friend. So he takes it. Everything's fine. We're hanging out. He says, pretty hungry. I go, okay. We'll go down to the cafeteria, get something to eat. So we walk out of the dorm, we go down the Esplanade, mm -hmm. which is a sidewalk that goes all the way through campus. We walk down to the cafeteria and we get something to eat. It's at this point that I notice he's acting a little bit weird. He's laughing a little bit too much. <laughs> he's starting to get a little glossy-eyed. He's not really paying attention to what I'm saying. He's looking around everywhere. I said, oh boy, it's starting. <laughs> so we got his pizza we started walking back and he runs away from me he runs to the nearest plant and he rips it out and he throws it all over the esplanade he runs to the next plant and he rips it out and he throws it all over the esplanade and he's just tossing plants all over the place <laughs> there's dirt all over the ground and people are just walking by not saying anything another day just kind of watching and a little curious and I was like, alright, this is just what happens, I guess. <laughs> As you stand there with pizza in your hand? I'm just holding his pizza, and I'm like, do you want this or not? And he's mumbling something, I don't know what he was saying, some sort of gibberish. Mm. It's made sense to him, I guess. <laughs> um, so I kind of pull him along, we're getting closer and closer to the dorm, and he starts running after a girl. Ooh. And I was like, okay, this, this <laughs> is not good. It was one thing he wasn't being harmful, just pulling out plants, but now that there's another person involved, mm. might want to put a stop to this. 
he runs up to her, he puts his arm around her. He's trying to be a little romantic. Mm-hmm. But he's holding a little bit too tight. Ooh. And she is visibly... Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, yeah. Um, he's trying to get her number as hard as he can, and she's just not into it. She's pulling away, and he's holding on tighter and tighter, trying to drag her towards the dorm. Ooh. So I yell at him. I say, hey. I run up to him. I rip him off of her, and I say, hey, we got to go. And he's like, just one second, just one second. I said, no, dude. We got to get out of here. We're going back to your room, and we're not leaving. We're staying in your room until this gets better. Mm. And he's like, okay. Good. We get it closer and closer to the dorm. We're about to go in the doors, and he stops. I try and push him in the doors. He won't go. He whips around behind me, and he choke slams me onto the pavement. What? He does. He rips my glasses off, and he pins me to the ground. And I'm fighting for my life. Luckily. What? <laughs> yes. Okay. It's unbelievable. Luckily, my RA just happened to be coming out of the building at that exact moment. Mm-hmm. At first, he was like, haha, that's pretty funny. These guys are wrestling, having a good time. But then I told him, hey, man, there's something not right with this guy. And he realized there was desperation in my voice. <laughs> And something was actually wrong. So we pulled at him to get him off me. Or he pulled at him to get him off of me. Mm-hmm. And then four of the residents of the dorm hall were also coming in. And they were also trying to get him off of me. We eventually got him off of me. <laughs> Good thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, we called campus security. We got him inside. And we pinned him down to the ground. He started frothing. His eyes turned completely black. The police came. An ambulance came. And they took him on a stretcher. And I never saw him again. No! (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I saw him a week later. He was fine. (laughs) (laughs) Wait! Did he... Did you actually talk to him? Yes. What did he say? He said, sorry, man. (laughs) (laughs) said, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) And you're just... you're, You're just cool with it? I was really mad at him. I mean... For a long time. Holy crap. So that's what happens when you come from a sheltered life and you go to a big school. Don't really know what to expect. That's... Pretty crazy. I don't even know what to say. (laughs) I don't have a story. (laughs) That's a good story. (laughs) Buddy, anything? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the J&J Connection podcast. We got Brendan here still with us. Hey! We're going to play a little game. Ooh. Play a little game, and we're going to ask you. That's right, I'm talking to you. Yeah, I see you, and your, your flannel, 
in your mm. comfy shoes, mm. sitting there listening to the best podcast around. Mm. We're gonna get you involved. We're gonna play a game called "What's in the Bag." What's in the bag? The way the game goes is Brendan will be blindfolded and he will be feeling something in a pillowcase. He will then be describing that object to Jordan, who's not here. Um, He's, well, he's here, but he's, he's, he's over there. He's over yonder. All the way over here. I know what's in the bag, so I'll call whenever the game is done. But as Brendan is describing it, we're going to ask the viewer to describe it too. Or not to describe it, to try to guess what it is. See if you can get it before Jordan does. Okay? Never will. Never will. Practice too much. Uh, didn't I've been looking at the description of the game for 20 minutes now. (laughs) I'm the best. And (laughs) Jordan will get three chances to guess. Brendan will have... Three chances? You get three chances. chances. That's it, not in these rules. It says it <laughs> says right it says in the rules Jordan gets three chances to guess what's in the bag. What's in the bag? Huh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote it. And it'll be a time of what do you think? Thirty seconds or one minute? Wait, only one minute to guess this thing? That Brendan has to describe it. Oh, okay. You can that's as long as he can go. You can guess while he's talking. Or you can wait and then take your guesses after. Hmm. Okay. okay. Cool? Cool. Cool? Cool. Cool. Alright, Brendan. Cool. I have here a blindfold. Ooh. I'm going to ask you to put this on. It's only been worn by me. Mm-hmm. Ew. Go ahead and take your glasses off. <laughs> you can set them right there on the desk. I like how this is coming on the heels of the... Coronavirus you, PSA. Yeah, do you want me to put it on you, or do you want to, do you want to put it? <laughs> and then once you have that nice and snug on your head. Oh, it's so dark in here. It is dark. I can't see anything. All right, all right. Once once I hand you the bag, the game will begin. All right. Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Buddy, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Brendan, you are getting the bag. You have one minute. Uh, Go. This is a bag. You're not allowed to put your hand in it. Oh. Well, excuse me? You're not allowed to put your hand in the bag. you got to feel it on the outside. Well, that would have been good to know. <laughs> you know now. Describe it. Oh, I know what this is. Okay, so this is round. Um, It's smooth. It has a bit of weight to it. It's not too heavy for the size I feel like it's pretty appropriate uh, fits in your hand pretty nicely it's about the size can I compare it to other things yeah you're just not allowed to say what you think it is all right it's about the size of a baseball maybe a little bit smaller than a baseball is it firm um, it's pretty firm but there's a little bit of give it's kind of squishy three Two, one. Give me the bag. Buddy! Alright. Kind of firm, but kind of squishy. Fits in your hand. I'm guessing it's like a 
a stress ball thing. Is that is that your first guess? That's my first guess. You're incorrect. Dang it. Um, can I reget the clues? He, yeah, he can reset the the clues that he's. I mean, go ahead and describe it some more if you without feeling it now. Okay, it's a smooth, round, baseball-sized object. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty firm, but it gives a little bit when you squeeze it. Um, I don't know how how else to describe it other than that. Ooh. What? Um, Another guess, buddy? I'm going to say baseball. It's not a baseball. <laughs> well, you, you get one more guess. Brendan, is there anything else you can How do? much give is it? Uh. Can you, like, press halfway through it? He's not, he's, he, he's not touching it. He's not allowed to touch it again. I know, but no. when he was using it. Um, you cannot go halfway through it. And it was perfectly round. It's not perfectly round. Oh. How... Did it have edges to it? There are... No edges. Wait, so it's not perfectly round, yet it has no edges? It's round, but not perfectly round. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna... My last guess is gonna be obscure, but is it the, uh... The... Not the mini bands, but like the uh, red rogue tape that you use for working out. It is not. Brendan? Yes. Take off the blindfold. <gasps> I knew it. Go ahead and tell him what it is. I'm supposed to say? Yeah, you can say it now. It was an orange. No! Alright. So, that's how the game's gonna go. <laughs> All right. I thought that would be kind of easy. Um, you didn't describe the texture of it. The texture? Like how it's a little rough on the outside. Mm. I thought that might help. This was hard. It, the yeah. next one's gonna be easier. This Trust will... me. The next one should be, should be easier. Okay. Go ahead and put the blindfold on. Okay. It's just hard. There's a lot of round things. Yeah. Buddy, are you ready? Uh. Yes. All right. Brendan? Yes. You are getting the bag. Now. Mm. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? All right. Okay. This is a relatively thin object. Um, how can I describe this? Mm, it feels... Like plastic, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, thin plastic. It's thin plastic about the size of a credit card. Ooh. Um, You're not allowed to say what you think it is yet. Okay. Um, on the long, flat sides of it mm-hmm. are ridges. 10 seconds. It is bumpy. Five. There are prongs. Two. One. On both sides. That's it. There are what's on both sides? 
prongs. Like a fork. Alright, buddy. What's in the that bag? One threw, that one threw me off. I thought that would be easier. <laughs> you just didn't describe it how I thought you'd describe it. I was like, so it's flat the size of a credit card. has some ridges, small or large. Um, large? Well, one, one side has large ridges, one side has small ridges. I guess I gotta say credit card first. It is not a credit card. There were, there's prongs on it, like a fork. On the flat sides? Yes. So I'm imagining a flat, basically a credit card with a very small fork sticking through it. <laughs> is that? I, the, oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't think this would be that hard. <laughs> it's so hard not to say what it is. Do you, so, Brendan, do you think you actually know what it is? I'm pretty sure I know what it is. It's just how how do you describe it? Yeah. How would you describe it? <laughs> yeah. Buddy, ask him a, ask him some more questions. Um. To get to how, the answer. How big is this prong in terms of like how many? Is it a centimeter? Long. Yeah. It's maybe an inch long. Wow. And there's maybe ten prongs on each side. Oh, boy. One side has bigger prongs, one side has smaller prongs. Almost sounds like a computer, like a motherboard thing, but I don't think it is. I don't know where you'd get one of those. For <laughs> uh. Brendan over here. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. What what do the prongs look like? He can't he can't, can't see it. See. <laughs> well, but you you know what you think you know what it is. So what would it look like? Um, pointy. What do they look like? You have you have prongs. two you have two more guesses, buddy. I'm gonna need a guess. I know. I. Oh, I'm gonna boy. give you, I'm gonna give you a countdown. It prongs. I just... ready. Give me something. Five, four, three. It's a, Two computer, ch it's a computer board. I don't know. That's wrong. Small you, computer board. Yeah, you, okay. you have one more guess. Maybe you should ask, what is this item used for? Oh, am I allowed to say what it's used for? What? I mean, I'm. It's not saying what what the item is. I, I guess that's all. That sounds like cheating. What do you it, use this it? item for, Brendan? You use it for um, self care, beauty, hair. What? It's a, <laughs> it's a hair. Oh, it, it's a comb. Yes. Take off, take off the blindfold. It's a comb. <laughs> Prongs. Okay. Prongs. Jeez, oh man. All right. This ain't going well. I thought that would be an easy one. All right, I'm gonna give Brendan an item that's not in the bag. Okay. Don't do it. He's going to be touching it, and he's going to describe it. He's still going to have... Know, but he what? knows... Wait, it's not in the bag now? It's not in the bag. He's going to actually be touching the item, but he's still blindfolded. Bold. So we're going to see if this, this helps. Okay? He's getting the item. Three, two, 
go. Oh, what is this? Oh. Oh, I know what this is. Okay, so this thing has fur on it. It is... How big is this? Maybe like an inch and a half long. Fur, inch and a half. Um, has a tag on it. It feels like it is, um, f like fabric, but it has like stuffing inside of it. Um, there are four little feet on it. Sounds like a beanie baby. Uh, Was that a guess? Beanie babies are too big, though. Three. It's smaller than that. Two. One. Digging away. Oh. So, oh. inch and a half for four feet. Four little feet. Um, something rattles around when you shake it. What do, what do you think it is? Four What shape is it? Um, sort of cylindrical, kind of? Cylindrical with feet. Um, is it a miniature weenie dog? <laughs> Is it, uh, I guess that's your first guess, and you are wrong. <laughs> where where was I most wrong? I can't tell you that, but Bre maybe Brendan can. It's not a dog. So what's in my mind right now is literally just a cylinder that is with fur on it, with four <laughs> dog-like legs. That's how, how good. far how far am I off? <laughs> They're not. <laughs> They're not dog. There's no legs. There's just little feet. Little tiny paws. Um, it's fluffy. It's kind of squishy. It's an animal shape. Can I see what animal it's shaped like? Mm, I feel like that'll that'll be then, too much. Then I'll just say that. Yeah. 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 Um. Animal shaped. Let's go. It's a small animal. Small animal. Does it have a long tail? Not in this instance. Not in this instance, huh? Alright, I'm gonna need a guess. A lizard. Nope. I'll, I'm gonna give you a hint. Okay? I'm gonna give you the, a hint that Brendan didn't utilize. All right. All right. Listen. Ready? Uh huh. Wait. Could you give me that one more time? Oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> I'm only more confused. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think uh... it is? I'm gonna need a guess. Oh, I don't a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a rabbit. 
Brendan, take off your blindfold! This hurts so much. It's a little toy mouse. It's a little mouse. Oh. <laughs> take a picture of it with it, Brendan. Boo. Alright. I want to do one more item, okay? Alright, I guess I'll let you try. One more item and then that's going to be it. Brendan is receiving the item in three, two, one. Huh. Brendan, what is it? <laughs> it's huge. This thing is giant. It's fluffy. It has... Oh, I know what this is. Okay, it has two arms. It has two legs. It has gloves on his hands, I believe. It feels like. Um, it's Wait, it's giant? It's big. It's like how big? It's probably the size of twenty seconds. My head and torso together. Wait, could you repeat that? I didn't get it. My head and torso together. Let me think. How many? Maybe. Is this that dancing Santa Claus you keep in your living room? Is that <laughs> is that a guess? Yes. Nope. And time is. Um, okay. That would have been good, though. <laughs> that would have been sweet. <laughs> it would have made a little more noise than that. Okay. So, it's big, it's squishy, it's fluffy. It's anthro anthropomorphic. Anthrop Human-like. Human-like. Um, Is it fuzzy? It's fuzzy. Is it wearing clothes? It has pants on. Gloves and shoes, I think. Alright, I'm gonna need a guess here. It has I think ears. it's like a WWE action figure. It is not human. It is not, no. But it is so no. you ha oh, you have one more guess. It's shaped it's a I uh, want you to get this one right, buddy. <clears throat> Me too. You can this is the last one. Alright. Think of different ways to describe this, Brandon, because you know I think you know what it is. I know what it is. It has big ears. What does it represent? It has a snout. Think of what it represents. What does it represent? It's all my misdeeds. What? <laughs> <laughs> What's it a part of? Um, Disney. Was that too oh. much? Should I not have said that? Big ears? Mm-hmm. So big ears? Big ears. It's got a snout. Has a has gloves on. It just has pants on and shoes. A snout. Did you catch the original thing he said? No. Disney. Just think of Disney. But it has pants. Yes. Uh, I wanna. <laughs> Brendan, you can take your, your blindfold off because I how, know, you how, know what it how is. How long is the snout now? It's oh, a good question. It's a moderate sized snout. You can just take it off. <laughs> I wanna say Baby Yoda, but I don't think it is. It has a tail. Oh. Uh... Really? You're not getting this? Disney? It's Disney. 
Disney. Okay. Um. Has big ears, a snout, gloves, only wears pants, shoes. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, part of me didn't know you would have one of these things, but I guess it's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Ew. All right, Brendan. Jesse. Thank you for being on the show. No problem. It was my pleasure. I'll shake your hand. Thank you. Firm. Make sure you wash them. Firm. Uh, Brendan. Yeah. Where can the people find you? Find me on Twitter under the handle at Brendan underscore Avery. Nice. My name on there is Wheezy F Baby and the F is for. The F is for what? <laughs> for you to find out. Ooh. And <laughs> on Instagram, my name is Brendan underscore Avery with two Y's. Nice. Like to keep it simple. Nice and simple. Nice and simple. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on. Can't wait to do it again. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. No problem. No thank problem. You. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the J&J Connection podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast. We're available wherever you get your podcasts from. Don't forget to follow us on the socials. We're on Instagram at J&J Connection Podcast, Twitter at J&J Connection PO1, and Facebook at J&J Connection Podcast. Listen, guys, I really enjoyed being here today, but Jesse and Jordan tied me to this chair and won't let me go unless I tell you to share the podcast. If you guys don't share the podcast, I might be the guest next week, too. And the week after that, hey, please hey, share. Hey. Please. Easy. If you ever get pulled over in Brazil, never go to the police station. Just say that you'll pay the fine there. <laughs> <laughs>